Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Go Forth and Golf. I'm your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Willow Creek Golf Club and owner of Go Forth Golf Instruction. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how AI, which is artificial intelligence, how it's affecting the game of golf. What is it doing for our game? How is it improving our game? And how is it going to make your golf game better? So I'm going to talk about that in terms of how it's affecting different aspects of golf. And then I'm going to bring in Keith Blakely, who is the CEO of Encore Golf. And if there's a company out there that's using AI, it is Encore Golf. You do not want to miss this interview because it is so amazing, some of the things they are doing with the game and with their products, enhancing people's golf games using AI. Thrilled to have him on. And you're going to be amazed at all the things that they're doing and how it can benefit you. So without further ado, let's jump right into episode number 18. Let's tee it up. Oh, he got all of that one. AI, artificial intelligence. It is making a gigantic impact on the world around us and specifically making an impact in the world of golf. So I wanted to touch on some of the things that AI is doing for the game of golf in different categories. Golf balls, golf clubs, the golf swing itself, how it can help you produce a better golf swing, and also how to track stats. The greens and regulation, fairways hit, putts, directional misses, all these type of things. It can also help you with that as well. But before I get started, I wanted to define what AI is. What is artificial intelligence? So look up the definition. It's very interesting. Artificial intelligence, AI, refers to the simulation of human intelligence and machines that are programmed to think like humans and mimic their actions. The term may also be applied to any machine that exhibits traits associated with the human mind, such as learning and problem solving. The ideal characteristic of artificial intelligence is its ability to rationalize and take actions that have the best chance of achieving a specific goal. So that definition's quite frankly a little scary. I mean, we talk about a program to think like humans and mimic their actions, but on the other hand, it's very exciting as well and all the things that could be possible from AI. AI is revolutionizing the golf industry as we speak and for years to come. So I'm going to dive into different things that AI is doing for the golf industry right now. So as I dive into these different areas of the game that's being affected by AI, I'm going to give one or two examples of what's going on in those areas to give you a great idea of how AI is affecting that particular thing, whether it be golf balls or golf swing. So let's dive into golf balls, for example. First off, all these major manufacturers are starting to use AI when it comes to how to better design the core of their golf ball and also the layers that are surrounding that core and AI is really helping them design a golf ball that can be more forgiving when it boils down to it and also give you more distance. And it all boils down to the core of the golf ball. But companies like Encore, for example, that you're going to hear a little bit later in the interview that I did with their CEO, Keith Blakely, they're saying, you know what, we're going to use AI and figure out how do we take the outside layers of that golf ball and affect it to make the golf ball more consistent. So 
that's just one example of what's being done with AI when it comes to the construction of golf balls. We're going to see a lot more of this as time goes on, and I wouldn't doubt it if artificial intelligence is completely revolutionizing the golf ball industry. Let me give you another example. A company called Lynx has designed a junior golf ball using artificial intelligence that's absolutely incredible. So they plugged a lot of parameters into their AI machine, I guess you could call it, and it spit out information on how to design a golf ball that can make it more forgiving for juniors, getting the ball in the air a lot easier for them. And what it come up with was a smaller golf ball and a lighter golf ball that's easier for juniors to hit. Obviously, it's not going to be conforming to USGA standards, and that's okay. We just want to put a golf ball in the hands of juniors that will build confidence. And sometimes it's hard to hit a golf ball when you first start out as a junior. But as they continue to get better and they improve their golf swing and they generate more club head speed, then they can start graduating up to a regular golf ball. But it's absolutely amazing what artificial intelligence has done in designing this ball to, again, help junior golfers play more golf, have more fun, because we don't want them to get discouraged, right? So now they have a golf ball because of artificial intelligence that will help them have more fun and hopefully stay in the game for a lifetime. Again, the name of the company is Lynx Golf. That's spelled L-Y-N-X Golf. Go check out their website and look at these amazing golf balls. If you have a junior golfer in your life, they could benefit from these. Make sure you listen to that interview later with Keith Blakely and how AI is affecting their golf balls and making them better for the game of golf. Now let's head into how artificial intelligence is affecting golf clubs. I heard about AI being used a couple of years ago when I was attending a Callaway seminar as they described that they used artificial intelligence to develop their flash face technology in the face of their drivers. And I'm thinking to myself, when I'm sitting in that seminar, I'm like, AI, you know, what the heck is that? Why, how is that coming up with a design of a face for a driver? And as I started to explain this a little bit more, I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. And of course, Callaway's been using that ever since. When Callaway set out to create their latest generation of drivers and fairway woods, they took a drastic approach when it comes to developing this when they decided they wanted to use artificial intelligence. Normally, they would have engineers come up with the designs of the drivers and then they would go from there. But instead, they decided to use their AI machine. And then they also use software that they've used to analyze swings thousands and thousands of times. They took all this data from these golf swings, inputted this information into their AI software, and literally it came out with 15,000 virtual iterations of a club head. Whereas typically a human engineer there at Callaway would only come up with roughly five to 10 iterations. And then once they had the design of this face, they put it in production and flash face technology was off and running. And if you know a little bit about what they advertise with the flash face, it's basically just giving you so much more ball speeds coming off of that face. And it's giving you more energy across that face as well. So Callaway is one of the first companies to use AI and they're not looking back. I mean, they're going full steam ahead with this because ever since they introduced this a couple years ago, with Epic Flash, they've come out with Maverick, and now they come out with Epic Speed as I'm recording this. And those drivers have drastically improved from generation to generation. So I can't imagine what's going to happen years down the road. And I'm sure other golf companies are going to start utilizing artificial intelligence even more so, seeing what Callaway's done. Maybe that's going to translate to better ironhead designs, putter designs, shaft designs, grip designs. 
you name it, I think the possibilities are endless when it comes to this. So it's going to be exciting to see where Callaway and other golf companies go with the design of their golf clubs using artificial intelligence. As a golf instructor, I am really excited about what I'm getting ready to talk to you about when it comes to how artificial intelligence is helping you with your golf swing. There are a couple of things I want to touch on that are absolutely amazing and can make a gigantic impact on your golf swing. The first is something called hack motion wrist sensor. And what I like about this is it's synced to your tablet or your smartphone or computer. It tracks your wrist movement in real time. So it's like a watch you're going to put on and it's, it's tracking how your wrists and how your arms are extending and rotating through impact. You also wear like a Velcroed strap around your forefinger and that calibrates this information and then it delivers the data to the app where you can kind of study that and see what's going on with your swing. Are you making a good extension of your arms and rotation of your arms through impact? It's something that's been out for a couple of years now. Again, it's called hack motion wrist sensor. And this is something that I work with a lot of students on is trying to develop a better rotation with their hands and their arms. And until I can video them and show them that it's hard for them to feel if they're doing it, it feels like they are, but really it's more of a flip of the wrist rather than a rotation of the wrist. Well, if we can use something like the hack motion wrist sensor, then they can tell whether that rotation is taking place or not. So it's a phenomenal piece of product that I think could really make a gigantic impact in people's golf game. The other piece of technology is delivered by TrackMan. Most people have heard of TrackMan, but they're coming out with new AI technology called Tracy. Tracy adapted from the word tracer, and it's a mode you can turn on and off with the TrackMan, and it's based on a minimum of six shots on the TrackMan device. It will verbally communicate with you, if you want it to, with voice commands that ask game analysis questions, and it'll also make recommendations for your golf swing based on all of this data that it's accumulated over millions and millions of swings that have been inputted into TrackMan all these years. But what I love about this is this Tracy software is pinpointing what you need to work on. It's not going to tell you how you need to work on it, but it's going to tell you what you need to work on. And then it's going to encourage you to go out and seek an instructor like myself. So it may look at your swing and say, okay, Joe, you need to do a better job of rotating your hips. You need to do a better job of driving with your legs, or maybe you need to do a better job of rotating your club face through impact. Whatever it may be, it's going to identify this exactly, give you the recommendations on things you need to work on. Then you'll come to me for a golf lesson and we'll fix it. So really cool stuff. TrackMan's already done a fantastic job when it comes to all the data that it's able to spit out to, to golfers and how accurate that data is. It's unbelievable. And now they're kind of taking it a step forward with not only am I going to give you the data that you need to look at, but it's going to tell you what you need to work on. So it doesn't get much better than that. Pretty much simplifies things for most golfers out there. So again, TrackMan's new Tracy AI technology and then hack motion wrist sensor. Go check those out. See what you think about them. I have no doubt it's going to revolutionize the business and help golfers become better faster. Finally, I want to talk about how AI is going to help you analyze your data better in terms of what you're doing on the golf course. It's going to help you take a lot of the guesswork out of what's going wrong with your game, whether it's your driver, whether it's your irons, whether it's your chipping, whether it's your putting. Having technology that can tell you what you're doing wrong and take all the guesswork out of it makes life 10 times simpler, doesn't it? So 
Arcos has a wonderful product out there that they've developed where you take sensors and you put them in the butt end of your club on the grip and these sensors track all of this information for you. These sensors are going to record and they're going to analyze all of your shots using GPS and other types of AI technology and it's going to send this information to an app that you're going to have on your smartphone. As it's tracking your shots and it's tracking your scores, you also have access to 40,000 different golf courses in their database, and it's going to show you the yardages as you play. What I really like about this is the app is going to calculate the handicaps in different parts of your game, such as the driving or the chipping or the putting, for example, and it's going to identify your strengths and your weaknesses in your entire golf game. So it's, again, really taking out all the guesswork when you use these sensors and you play enough rounds with them, then it's going to look at your game and say, okay, you're doing this wrong, or you need to really focus on this. This is your weaker area. This is your strength. Continue to trust that, whatever the case is. And you start developing a lot more confidence with what you're doing well. But most importantly, you're identifying what you're not doing so well. Then you go get golf instruction, get help with that. Combining the statistics that you're given with the golf instruction, focusing on those weaker areas, you're sure to have a much better golf game because you're really narrowing down what needs to be focused on because these sensors and this data that's accumulated are, is giving you all of that. It's taking, again, taking out all the guesswork for you, which is awesome. So I love this product. I'm actually in the process of working out an arrangement with the owner of Arcos to come on the podcast in a future episode so we can talk a lot more about this fantastic technology I have a student that's currently using Arcos, and she absolutely loves it. It's really helping her identify the strengths and weaknesses, like I mentioned earlier. I can go into her account and look at what's going on. It really helps me to set up the lesson plan based on what I'm seeing from the data. So outstanding software. Again, AI-driven. I highly suggest you check out Arcos. You will not be disappointed with this at all. So time will tell, you know, what kind of game changing advancements AI has in store for golf. But you know what? I can assure you it is here to stay and it's going to provide golfers with exciting new ways to enjoy this fantastic game of golf. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, enjoy how much more fun this game's going to be when we see all this technology revolutionizing the game, making things a lot easier for us. And it's going to take the game of golf in places it's never been before. So get ready and enjoy it. Cinderella story out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. How would you like to watch the Kentucky Derby in a fun and unique way and at the same time benefit a tremendous cause? Well, I'm about to tell you, it's the 6th Annual Kentucky Derby Viewing Party and Silent Auction, hosted by First Tee Upstate on Saturday, May the 1st from 5 to 7 p.m. at Fleur Field in downtown Greenville. You have two ticket options to take advantage of for this wonderful event. The first option is Millionaire's Row VIP ticket. There's only 75 of these available for $125. It's a smoking deal because let me tell you what you're going to get with that. Not only do you get to view the Kentucky Derby on this huge screen at Floor Field and have the experience of that wonderful facility at Floor Field, 
but you also get a $25 Uber ride credit the day of the event. One BMW Charity Pro-Am patron ticket. It'll give you access to both courses for all four rounds for that tournament. It'll take place June 10th through the 13th. It also gives you access to a special VIP area to watch Jared Emerson paint an original piece live at the event on Saturday. If you've never witnessed Jared Emerson paint, you don't want to miss this. And then Friday, April the 30th, you'll get to experience the VIP Bourbon and Beamers event that's going to take place at the BMW Performance Center. You get to have a special bourbon and wine tasting, and then you get to buckle up as a passenger for a hot lap with one of the BMW Performance Center's instructors as they drift and they accelerate around the track. It is definitely a ride you will never forget. The second option is the paddock, which is the general mission ticket for $60. Of course, this is going to entitle you entry into the 6th Annual Kentucky Derby Viewing Party, and it also comes with open bar and delicious hors d'oeuvres. Trust me, you do not want to miss this wonderful event. Don your best derby attire for the Run for the Roses and join like-minded supporters for fun, frivolity, and fundraising. Don't miss out on the most exciting two minutes in sports on the biggest screen in Greenville at Floor Field and raise money for a fantastic cause at the same time, benefiting First Tee Upstate. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit their website at firstteeupstate.org. Again, that's firstteeupstate.org. Don't miss this fantastic event. You'll be so glad you attended. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Maine. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance? Increase your mobility in your golf swing or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure on Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. Before we jump into the next segment, I want to thank you very much for your support of this podcast. I ask that you please share this podcast with your golfing group, your friends, your family, anyone who shares your passion or your interest in golf. Please tell them about this podcast. The more people I can reach, the more people I can help, the more we can grow this game. Remember, the whole purpose of this podcast is to inspire, is to educate, and is to entertain you. And I hope I'm doing all that through this podcast for you each and every episode. Also, share it on social media. You're welcome to tag me in that post. Anybody who shares my podcast and they tag me in it, you're going to automatically be put into a drawing for a free 30-minute golf lesson. So if you want a free lesson, go out there, just click the share button, tag me, real simple. Put it out there to your friends, family, on social media, and you have a chance of winning that free 30-minute golf lesson with me. 
Also, please visit my website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Again, that's GoForthGolfInstruction.com. You can also follow me on social media. It's at GoForthGolfInstruction on Facebook. It's sgoforth underscore PGA on Instagram. And it's at GoForthGolf on Twitter. And also, come see us at Willow Creek. Set up a tee time by calling us or going on our website and booking your tee time there. You can learn everything you need to know about Willow Creek Golf Club on our website. We'd love to see you. Thank you again for your support. Now let's head into the next segment. All right, it's time for the interview section of the show. And my guest in this podcast is Keith Blakely. He is the CEO of Encore Golf. Some of you may not have heard of Encore. You may be wondering why you need to even listen to this interview. You're not interested in Encore Golf. There are a lot of golf ball companies out there that are absolutely dominating the market right now. You may be playing one of those golf balls and thinking to yourself, I have absolutely no interest in switching right now. I really don't care anything about Encore. But I promise you, you'll be making a big mistake if you don't listen to what he has to say and listen to this phenomenal technologies behind their golf balls and how they're a lot more accurate in your miss hit. You may be thinking to yourself, well, Steve, you know, hey, look, all these golf ball companies talk about how their ball spins better and you're going to have better shot dispersion with their golf ball. But with Encore, the way they've constructed their golf ball and the perimeter weighting you're going to hear Keith talk about it's fascinating how it does affect side spin and back spin on the golf ball. So you definitely want to pay close attention to what he talks about because it could be a golf ball that could drastically improve your game and get you hit more fairways and greens. Encore is using AI to come up with a lot of fantastic products that Keith is going to talk about. They offer golf balls that are revolutionizing the industry right now. He also talks about Golf Boost AI, which is a phenomenal swing analysis technology that can really help you with your golf swing. And also on-range experience which is a cool, innovative way to practice with a purpose. And last but not least, he's going to talk about their golf ball, the Genius Ball, and everything that it can do, the development that they're going through right now with that golf ball. It is absolutely amazing. You can check out their product at EncoreGolf.com. That's O-N-C-O-R-E, EncoreGolf.com. You can find out all the information you need to know about this company. But Keith goes into a lot of great explanations. Very smart individual. And it was fascinating to have this conversation with him. So without further ado, let's head right into the interview with Keith Blakely, CEO of Encore Golf. Keith, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? I am fantastic. Before we jump into the interview, uh, your career has been surrounded by your tremendous ability to recognize innovative technology, and then you have this great passion to deliver that technology into the marketplace. So before we talk about all that impressive technology and AI that surrounds Encore, tell me how Encore began and when you became involved with the company. Sure. Well, the simplest and shortest answer is that in a previous company that I was founder of and running that was very heavily involved in nanotechnology, I had an engineer that worked for me who had invented and patented a unique golf ball that achieved perimeter weighting and high moment of inertia by using a hollow metal core on paper. He had never built anything. Uh, it was simply a concept that he and some of his drinking buddies had after a bad round of golf. And they had put together the physics calculations and 
modeled how the materials would come together. The long story short was that I got very intrigued by this idea, even though it didn't exist in reality, and ultimately wound up working with him to see if we could build an actual golf ball that had a hollow metal core. That was a challenge uh, unto itself. But a few years later, uh, Brett, my son, and a friend of his in New York City who were both kind of hit by the economic downturn in the 2009-2010 timeframe, were looking for something to do. And they both had been a little bit intrigued by the golf ball itself and had a little bit of the entrepreneurial bug. So I decided to acquire the patents that this engineer had. And we brought the two of them to Buffalo, set them up in a little incubator innovation center here, and spent several years turning what was basically an interesting concept into what was launched as actually a fairly interesting golf ball. And it's kind of funny for me to look back at the initial reviews on that product, because given what we've developed in the nine years plus since that time, um, the reviews were actually really good. This was a super straight golf ball, uh, but it was something that, again, was just a challenge. It hadn't existed. It represented something unique that we thought the market might be interested in. So um, we went ahead and, and gave it a shot. And after we developed a really good version of it, got it listed by the USGA as being a conforming product, then we thought, okay, time to take the company to the next level. And we started investing in some more experienced people in the golf ball industry, uh, you know, who could really help us understand what this industry was all about. Well, clearly, the core of that's extremely unique. Did you have any issues getting the USGA to make it conforming? We did. What was funny was that the USGA years before had actually approved the very first prototype that this engineer and I had developed at the nanotechnology company. And no sooner had they approved it than they wrote a new addendum to the rules of golf that basically allowed them to be very arbitrary because of what materials were used. So we went around the horn for well over a year, arguing a second time with them to say, look, this is a product that conforms to all of the five specified rules on golf balls, weight, symmetry, diameter, initial velocity, and overall distance. The fact that it was using materials that weren't common in golf balls was where they were citing their objection to it being not traditional and customary. And what saved us and actually got the USGA to rewrite the rules and allow our ball to be conforming was that at the time, Nike had come out with the RZN ball and they were advertising it as a golf ball that was a hammer blow to the tradition of golf ball construction and used materials never before seen in a golf ball. Yeah. So the, the USGA couldn't really argue that a ball like the Nike ball was conforming and a ball like the Encore ball was not. So we were able to, to overcome their objections. Interesting. 
Well, Keith, when did you realize you had a passion for the game of golf and delivering this wonderful product? Well, kind of as your introductory remarks cited, you know, to be honest, my passion has always been about creating something completely new and useful. It hasn't been necessarily focused on golf. I've started or led roughly a dozen companies during my life, and each time it was with this desire to build a new product, a new technology, or deliver a new experience that I felt would improve how people lived, worked, or played. And of course, in the case of Encore, it hasn't been so much for me a passion for golf as a passion for the golfers, hoping that the things that we offer will bring them more enjoyment in the game. And what's interesting is here we are roughly 10 years after starting and our original tagline that we used when we first began the company remains as relevant today as it was then. It, it basically, our idea was when you saw a dozen golf balls from Encore sitting on the shelf, the tagline would say, you just became a better golfer. The idea being that if you bought our golf balls, you just became a better golfer. Those balls were going to improve your game. Mm -hmm. And if you think about all of the things that we're involved in now, they all have that same mission. You just became a better golfer. Well, as you know, and the listeners out there know, you have your big companies who have dominated the golf ball market for years. And all those that are listening are very dedicated to those companies. But Encore has developed some amazing golf balls. And we want to try to get them thinking outside the box and thinking about Encore because you guys have something to offer that everyone else does, if not better. One of the features is the incredible perimeter wedding technology. Why should golfers who've never used Encore before consider putting them in play? And then how can that perimeter weighting you guys have designed in that golf ball help the golfers lower their scores? Yeah, great question. So I'm going to start by saying there is no perfect golf ball. You know, every golfer is an individual, their physical strength, their equipment, their swing speed, their skill level. All of these and other elements combine to deliver a certain result each time they strike that golf ball, right? right? So the ball flight has to really be considered as simply the final indicator of how all of those other elements have come together when combined with the ball itself. So we've been really focused on creating balls that perform exceptionally well for a wide range of skills, ages, body types, swing speeds, and so on. But without question, you know, there are aspects of, of each of our three ball types that are optimized for certain categories. And as you point out, the technology element that started with that hollow metal core, basically shifting weight from the center of the golf ball out toward the surface, remains the thing that we have really stayed I'll say true to and focused on because we think it's so important and it's something that's not overlooked by the club manufacturers. You hear about, you know, sweet spots and moment of inertia, perimeter weighting and that sort of thing. When you hear, when you talk about clubs, mm -hmm. you rarely hear it when you talk about golf balls. And there's a reason for that, you know, golf ball, because of the weight limit, 
Um, everyone wants to make their balls as close to the maximum weight limit as possible because that gives you a lot of your, your velocity. The old, um, you know, m mass is important in that calculation of acceleration and momentum and velocity. So the challenge is, well, if you're all limited to the same 45.4 grams, how can you perimeter weight a golf ball? You have to give up something somewhere else. You have to move weight from the rubber core now to the outside. But when you do that, and we've been able to do it successfully without reducing the speed of the ball, the coefficient of restitution, what it does is it's kind of like, the analogy I like to use is the merry-go-round and a playground. If you have kids that are sitting close to the, the center of a merry-go-round and you're spinning it, if you're a dad, you've done this, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's real easy to get it going if they're on the inside near the center, but it slows down pretty quickly. You get all of the kids sitting with their legs hanging over the side. All the weight is on the outside. You get the maximum centrifugal motion. It's harder to get the merry-go-round spinning, but once you do, it goes around and around and around and around. So take that analogy and apply it to a golf ball. When you hit that ball off the tee, the issue that you have is you typically want a lower spin rate because if you don't hit it perfectly on center, then that's the side spin element is going to create a hook or a slice. Um, and so you've got an issue with dispersion if your side spin rate component is too high. Uh, by shifting the weight to the outside, it's hard to get that going. The other good news side, though, is that the spin rate and the biggest component of golf ball spin off the, off the tee is the backspin. And that's what's creating turbulence with the dimple pattern and creating lift with that turbulence. The longer that goes on, the more distance you're going to get, the more lift you're going to have. And so the physics are really very interesting. And that's kind of why this is an interesting business, because it's so much technology that people haven't really thought about. And so we've decided that the focus of our materials expertise, our manufacturing processing skills have been around how do we shift weight close to the cover? And we do that as we talk about on the website with basically a metal infused mantle layer. But then we had to replace the core with from traditional polybutadiene rubber uh, compounds to we'll call them some blends that are slightly lighter weight to make up for the the uh, heavier mantle, but don't lose any of that coefficient of restitution, that bounciness, that initial velocity that you need off the tee. So um, again, every ball, whether it's the Avant, the Elixir, or the new Vero X1 has elements of that perimeter weighting, and it's more perimeter weighting as you go up in the tour ball ranking, so to speak, with our, our products. Um, but they all deliver that tighter shot dispersion, which tends to be uh, a contributor to longer distance, you know, more accuracy, lower scores. So we're, you know, we're very happy with 
the way the balls perform. And our website has a ball fitting uh, questionnaire so that if people don't know which ball is likely to perform best for them based on their age, their sex, their swing speed, skill level, whatever, they can go ahead and take that, get a free sleeve of whatever ball selected, give it a shot um, and see whether or not it performs, you know, as well or better than whatever the product is they're using right now. I highly encourage your listeners to go on the website and do that and, and get that, get that golf ball in your hand or whichever one fits best to you. I have a strong feeling you're going to be extremely impressed with it. You're talking about spin. Let's talk about side spin for a second. Can it reduce this to say somebody's coming across outside the end, putting some significant side spin on it? It's going to kind of curve off to the right or left. Depends on if you're a right or left-handed golfer, of course. Does it help reduce that? It does. Um, and in fact, some of the, the really good players who feel like they want to work the ball, so to speak, you know, have told us it's harder to work the ball because of that. Now, when I talk to golf uh, instructors and when I talk to some of the other professional players that we work with, they say, yeah, but you know what? You know, those kinds of shots represent maybe, you know, one out of every 200 where it becomes really important. Right. And the other 199, I'd rather have the tighter dispersion, stay out of trouble be in the fairway or off the high rough and, uh, you know, able to, to make my next shot a winner. Right. Absolutely. Let's talk about golf boost AI. This is a phenomenal swing analysis technology you guys have invented. How does this work and how can it help golfers improve their swing? <laughs> well, this is an example of how we're really taking advantage. We're, as they say, we're standing on the shoulders of other people, right? Your smartphones now have cameras with resolution and pixel counts that are just phenomenal. And as everyone knows, the processing capability of a typical iPhone is, you know, comparable to what computer systems, you know, used to be when they occupied complete basements <laughs> at IBM. So, Taking advantage of the high resolution cameras and the processing capabilities that exist on a smartphone today, what we're really doing is, is taking that convergence in, and in simplest terms, we're using the phone's camera to emulate your eyes. And then we're using obviously the processing power that's on, on board with the, uh, the circuitry to be the brain. And what we've done is brought artificial intelligence and um, image analysis together so that we're identifying your body parts, knees, elbows, neck, shoulder, head, and so on, measuring angles, movements, relative positions, tempo, and a lot of other aspects of a golf swing. And in an incredibly short amount of time, comparing those calculations to what would be considered a quote, ideal golf swing. And all you're really doing then is you're, you're trying to identify, well, what are the major swing flaws that someone should be thinking about and trying to correct at the outset? So Golf Boost does all of that. It does it on the phone, basically. Um, there, is, there is a cloud server that does some of the backend processing and delivers 
some of the initial assessments and videos, but uh, actually as this app continues to be upgraded, more and more of it will be what we call native, where it's all done completely uh, on the phone and there's no, no need to even have uh, the cloud-based server doing any of the backend calculations. But at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're using artificial intelligence, which has already been used to uh, compare about a million swings to a model that was developed by 20 different professional golf instructors who, who all agreed, you know, these are the kinds of things we want to, to look at. Uh, this is the way that, you know, that the stance should be and so forth. And what's neat about it is you're doing it on your phone. You can do it at home. You can do it at the office. You can do it at the driving range. You don't even need to have a club in your hand. You can simulate your golf swing uh, with or without a club. And it's right now it's, it's frontal facing. Very shortly, there'll be a version that's also down the line. Um, in fact, it already does that. We just have not um, modified the apps uh, to give you the, the optionality of switching from one to the other. Uh, but at the end of the day, as I say, what it's really doing is it's, it's taking all of those capabilities that are in a phone right now and rapidly calculating the most significant elements that need to be worked on and then delivering a series of um, observations, if you will, instructions, tips, lessons that the user can access and it, it also provides a, what we call a swing rating from zero to a thousand so that you can tell when you've taken the advice of the app and you've corrected a flaw, your, your rating will go up and it'll bring down the next set of lessons and instructions that need to be worked on now that the first set have been addressed. Well, let me ask you a question on that. Is that something that's just... Um particular to the consumer or the golfer, or have you seen that golf instructors like myself have also incorporated golf boost AI into lessons with a student? Yeah, that's a great question. And part of what we're excited about, we really just got this started uh, very recently and we're already having all kinds of engagements and interactions with folks who are saying, okay, so you've got the, the, what we call the universal model, but I like to provide my clients, my golfers, um, my members with a particular approach on something. Can Golf Boost AI help me deliver lessons that they'll practice to do what I want them to practice on? The answer is yes. And it's not available yet, but it is definitely within the capability of that patented uh, artificial intelligence engine and the image analysis software. And so our thinking is you'll wind up giving someone a lesson at the club and there may be one or two things you want them to work on. So you'll shoot a video of them actually going through your instructions until they do it right. And then that video will be used by Golf Boost AI when they go home to practice, to compare to what they're actually doing, to tell them you're doing it right <laughs> or you're doing it wrong. Because again, you're not there to watch them and they're not there to have you tell them if they're not you know, doing it exactly the way they were when the two of you were together. So we think that's a really powerful way to enhance what golf instructors 
um, are accomplishing each and every time they see the golfer. That sounds very cool. I stress to students the importance of practicing with a purpose. That's huge. And you guys have technology that helps with this, and it's called on-range experience. Explain this innovative technology. So just before the pandemic hit, we were starting to roll out the on-range experience at driving ranges. And what it really consists of is a combination of a launch monitor and a, an iPad in the case of what we were doing that would deliver a visual representation of the data from each and every uh, shot that was taken on the driving range. So instead of going you know, to your local range and just getting a bucket of 50 or 75 balls and hitting them and then, you know, not really having much to show for it aside from your own assessment of how well you were doing. This is tracking the data with every single shot. And you're telling the, uh, the monitor what club you're using. So it's, it's keeping track of your distances, your spin rate, your spin angle, um, and in essence, holding all of that data uh, on a server so that later on, you can take a look at what you've done. We also developed a couple of software uh, games, if you will, skills challenges to, you know, it'll say, all right, next thing we want is hit it 175 yards. So you'll decide what club you think you're best suited to hit 175 yards. And then it'll give you five shots. You get a certain number of points if you get, you know, three of them or whatever. And again, it's just a way to make the, uh, the experience at the range a little more instructional as well as, you know, a little more enjoyable. But most right. importantly to us, the next time you go to the range, you log in now and it will tell you you know, okay, last time you were here, you know, you were hitting your seven iron, whatever, 150 yards. Um, you know, this time, you know, maybe you're hitting it 155 or whatever, or you'll see the scatter, you know, are you really consistent with one club versus another? So that when you go out to play on a golf course, you've got a sense of confidence about how far you normally hit that club. Um, or which club you struggle with the most and maybe want to avoid pulling out of the bag uh, until you've been able to refine, you know, how you, how you swing with that club. So the whole idea, again, was data. It was to create a set of data that they could go to um, when they got home. They could look at what their performance was. You know, a lot of guys obviously want to see how far they're driving the ball, how, what the ball speed is, the smash factor. All of that data is being captured and it's being saved and it's being saved under your account so that you can look at it and decide, hey, this is what I really want to work on um, or this is where I'm struggling and, uh, and really need to go to a golf instructor and find out why I'm unable to you know, impart the right kind of spin from my wedges. You know, am I, is my stance wrong? Is my grip wrong? All of those kinds of things. That's absolutely amazing. I, what I love about that is it sounds fun. And that's the whole purpose of getting out and practicing. You, you practice with a purpose. You, you make it more fun. Next thing you know, an hour has gone by and you don't realize it. But I just absolutely love how informative that information is. Just going to give them just 
great feedback, like you said, to know, hey, this is my weak area. This is my strong area. Okay, let's go attack this weak area with somebody like myself. Call up Steve. Let's go get a golf lesson. Let's figure this out. I mean, that data is is priceless. Well, and not only that, but think now about the fact that we've got the Golf Boost AI app, which runs off of, again, your camera. So what, one of the things, what happened was with the pandemic, the driving ranges shut down. And so we really didn't get to launch the on-range experience quite the way we had anticipated. We've got a few uh, places that stayed open and had social distancing and are using it. But in the meantime, we've acquired this Golf Boost AI technology. We've also looked at some, I'll say, alternatives to both the hardware and the software that we think will be more user friendly. And now we're saying, okay, so when you're at the driving range, you know, if you stick your phone in a little holder and that replaces the iPad in terms of where you're seeing the data, it can now also be activated to have the Golf Boost lesson delivered to you right while you're at the range. Now, I know the golf instructors may not want, <laughs> want that to be, uh, you know, one of the options, but there's a lot of times where you'll send them down the range and say, here, go hit a bucket of balls. You may want them actually to be hearing about what they're doing right or wrong using that golf boost app. So that integration to us is kind of cool. Well, quickly, I know you guys are still in the process of working on this, but you guys have a golf ball you're calling the Genius Ball. What can you tell me about that? And where are you guys at with that golf ball right now? Yep. So we've been working on this golf ball. Uh, we call it the ball with a brain. Uh, it's got embedded electronic sensors, accelerometers, magnetometers, gyroscope, Bluetooth. At one point, we even considered putting GPS chips into it, although we don't think that that's likely going to be uh, either necessary um, or useful in the final iteration. But the whole idea was to create a ball that had basically the equivalent of a launch monitor inside it to measure ball speed, spin rate, spin axis, trajectory, and so forth. And then from that initial data, you're able to calculate distance, um, apex, uh, you know, a number of other things, even even uh, predict with some degree of accuracy what the final resting place location is, how far off center line, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all of those sensors require power. So we had to come up with not just the circuit boards and the sensors and the software, but we had to figure out a power supply system and frankly, a way that it could be easily and regularly recharged. Now, we all know that at the end of the day, the cover is ultimately going to wear out. You're going to cut it or it's just going to um, wind up looking uh, terrible and uh, not be very useful. So being able to recover the insides of this ball with a brain was part of the design process. We've got a couple of patents that uh, cover this right now in terms of how we protect the electronics and then how we're able to, to reuse them later on. But I will tell you that this was something that has truly been one of the most challenging uh, technical development projects that I think I've ever been involved in. And I've been involved in nuclear ceramics and a number of other things. So <laughs> when, I, when I tell you it isn't easy, 
And, and by the way, I think most people recognize it's not easy. And why is that? Because first of all, there's no one out there that has a product like this. You know, you, right. there are a lot of companies that have talked about it over the last five to 10 years, still companies that we see on uh, uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo that are talking about it, but no one to my knowledge has a commercial product in the marketplace that you could take out on a golf course, play 18 holes, and then go back and see all of your shot data, um, you know, uploaded to a computer or have it in real time, obviously on your smartphone, which is the objective that we've got. We're, we're still plugging away. We're excited about, you know, what accomplishments we have achieved. Uh, we're, I'll say, encouraged by what we know right now in terms of the remaining challenges that exist. And we think we're going to overcome them in the not too distant future, but it's not easy. This truly is rocket science. Well, it sounds incredible. Good luck with the continued development of that. I, I wish you all the success. I can't wait to hear more about it in the future and, and hopefully be able to test one out. It'd be really, really cool. How sure. can golfers purchase your golf balls? Is it in retail stores or only through your website? Well, we're focused primarily as a direct-to-consumer ball company. So the website is the, uh, the largest channel for us right now. We do have a number of pro shops that carry it. Uh, generally speaking, it's because we've had folks who fell in love with the ball that perhaps even invested in the company and went to their, uh, their club pro and said, hey, I want this ball <laughs> in our shop. Um, but we've, we've not focused on that segment. And we at times have done some of the, uh, the big box uh, promotions, mostly on a regional basis. But as you probably know, you go into one of the big box retailers. Uh, there are dozens, there are probably close to 75 different golf ball brands on the shelf. And Encore is not a company today that is broadly enough known that someone going into the store would typically be looking for it. And that's frustrating for those stores. Uh, you know, they, wanna, they want velocity of product to move off the shelf. So although some of them have put us on their websites and use the e-commerce channel to sell our golf balls, that, that's primarily the direction that we've been taking ourselves, which is to use our own website, sell direct to the consumer. And the other thing that you know, allows us to do clearly is engage them with things like Golf Boost and on-range experience and make sure that we've got a real relationship with the end user. That's something that from the get-go has been very important to Encore. Well, I encourage the listeners to go on their website. It's real easy. It's Encore, Encore with an O, O-N-C-O-R-E, golf.com. Again, EncoreGolf.com. A lot of tremendous information on that website. You can also see players that endorse their golf ball as well. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're on all those platforms. Just simply search Encore Golf and you'll find them. Keep up with what's going on. Keep up with this tremendous technology, this AI technology that they are working with and bringing you a terrific product. Keith, congratulations on everything you guys are doing, on your success with the company, success of the product. And I wish you all the best. Thank you again for taking time to, to come on my podcast and spend some time with me and educate the listeners about Encore Golf. Thanks so much. Really appreciate the opportunity to share that information and uh, look forward to adding new 
uh, customers to Team Encore. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes episode number 18. Thank you so very much for taking the time to press that play button no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. You didn't have to do it, but you did, and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you to all those that come up to me as well and tell me how much you enjoy the podcast and how you listen and support. I can't thank you enough. It's because of people like all of you that this podcast remains successful and continues to grow. I hope you're as excited as I am about how AI, artificial intelligence, is affecting the game of golf and how much more fun this game is going to be after learning some of the things I talked about in this episode and what AI is doing for all of us. And also, go out and support Encore Golf. Go out and purchase their golf balls because, as you can tell, they are revolutionizing the golf industry, and that golf ball that they have is absolutely amazing and more things to come from Encore. So go out and support them. Remember, go to their website because it could be a game-changer for you. And remember, you can always go back and listen to past episodes. Listen to this episode that you just got finished with. I encourage you to take out your phone, take out a tablet, take out a notepad, make notes, and help you to remember the things that you learn in each episode because you really will be a student of the game at that point, and it'll just help you retain that information you've heard a lot better, and it will continue to help you improve your game. Don't forget to tell people you know about the podcast. Just help me grow the game of golf. Help me grow this golfing community that we've created. Help me grow my audience. Your help and your consideration is tremendously appreciated. Don't forget about episode number 19 that's going to drop on Wednesday, May the 5th. In that episode, one of the topics I'm going to discuss is how to get more distance out of your driver. When I have a new student or an existing student and we talk about the driver, that is probably one of the first things they mention is, you know what, I don't hit my driver as far as I used to. I don't hit my driver as far as I want to. How can you help me with that? Well, I'm going to give you some tips in that episode that I really think is going to help you, and you should see some increased distance on that driver. So make sure you tune in. Until the next episode, I hope you hit those drives long and straight. I hope you hit more greens in regulation. I hope you drain more putts. And most importantly, have fun. Remember, that's why we are here. That's why we're playing this game. Please never lose sight of that. Have a great time while you're out there either practicing or playing on the golf course. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.